Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. And welcome back to another episode of Get the Belt. I'm your host, Miles. Cashmere. Spiritual body. But, but, and we're going to start off the show this week, as we do every single week, with Word of the Week. This one's going to be special because it's actually uh, some, a quote from Miss Franklin herself. Yes. So, I just do things, right, no, I just do my thing in my own way and I hope people like it. I really do. This is something that Aretha Franklin said when I was like looking at a load of videos after I heard that she'd passed and it really resonated with me, you know, especially being a creative uh, that creates things and has like that, that kind of uh, incline as she did and you know it's if you've got something that you're doing don't be afraid to whitewash things don't be afraid to make it slightly different or more palatable because people you think it might not be accepted uh you know Aretha Franklin not only was she a powerful voice and an amazing singer but she was a huge activist uh and stood for so many things including um equal rights, uh, black rights especially, equality. And uh, she never once dulled that down. And she did that and was apologetically herself, not only when she was speaking out, but in her performance as well. So like to everyone that is like working on their own things, take that word that Aretha Franklin said, you know, I just do things in my own way and I hope people like it. I do things in my way. So, you know, there's lots of celebrities. Some people aren't celebrities out there right now, you know, and they're not wanting to show their blackness or speak about it on TV, you know, or they're not wanting to be their true authentic selves. And that kind of thing won't ever last. Like, it won't last. It might be a quick, it might trend on Twitter for a week or so, or maybe even a couple of weeks, maybe even a year ago. But in the long run, when you die, at the age, hopefully it's not the age that she died. It's uh, 76, I think it was. Was that right? Um, yeah, seven, 76. Yeah. yeah. She was a legend and is a legend and is is a part of history. And she did that by doing things her way and being authentic and not whitewashing things or making things palatable. So if you're a creative, I'm not saying going to work, you know, if you work at in a retail store or you work at McDonald's or, you know, someone asks for a Big Mac and then you want to do things your way and give them a double cheeseburger instead. Like, no, that's not what I'm saying to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you're doing your own stuff, like, and you 
are creating things or even if it's just down to your own personality, like, uh, like just be yourself and do things how you want to do it. Um, because that's the only way you can really be fulfilled. You can really be happy and being authentic. There's nothing better than just being yourselves. And yeah, so that is word of the week from the late and amazing Aretha Franklin. (laughs) I just do my thing in my own way and I hope people like it. I really do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, I had, I had a lovely experience in New York and the day after she passed, I was in a vintage shop and I was there for like oh. 30 minutes. Yes. They had oh, I completely forgot. Well, obviously, I didn't forget, especially buddy, that you were in the States. Like, but yes. how was it there? Because obviously, we know about her over here. Like the whole fucking world knows about her. But she was an African-American. So yeah. how was it like there, the vibe? Mm-hmm. You can feel... Mm. I could feel the support for her, like from being in the in the vintage shop and they were just played here the whole day. Yes. My friend was like, oh, you're playing Aretha? And they was like, we've got to. Aww. And then you just heard like cars going past playing her. Oh, like, yeah. I was That's at a barbecue nice. and everyone's like, put Aretha on, put Aretha on. Like the support like definitely there for her. It was nice to see. Yes. So yeah, that's the word of the week this mm-hmm. week. How has everyone's weeks been? Let's start with you, spiritual baddie. I feel like your weeks out there in America are always wild and <laughs> amazing. My weeks, my week this week, it's been fun. Um, I have... I went to the club about once. I met up with friends and walked around Manhattan, as I've been doing for the past two weeks, walking around, exploring... Um, I had a few co- complications with with the place I'm staying, yes, but said. that's all resolved <laughs> now. That's resolved now. Well, let's come to a resolution. You know, we need a resolution. Like Aaliyah said, yeah. um, mm-hmm, I had to follow Baby Girl's footsteps, and yeah. Um, but yeah, it's my week's been good. It's been nice just again to enjoy New York energy. Like mm-hmm. I'm just grateful to be here. My week's been nice and simple. Yes, yes. What about y'all? Kashmir? Um, my week's been okay. It's been an interesting week. Went out with my son and just went to galleries, museums. You've been doing this so frequently, going to like museums and stuff. Summer holidays. It's things. nice. He likes going to these sort of things. So he kind of got me into it as well. So it's nice to do that. What and museums and galleries did you go to? We went to the London Transport and then we also go to the Horny Museum. And the what museum? The, the Horny Museum. The, the Horny Museum. Horny, horny, <laughs> The Horny Museum. I'm pronouncing it wrong. Um, What's that about? That sounds like fun. That one has like, it's like a simple one. It has little dinosaur sculptures and stuff like that. It's not big like the British Museum and stuff. What? Are they fucking? No, this is the child's museum. Oh, yeah, what are you talking about? You're the one that's calling it the horny oh museum, girl. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, <laughs> and then I went to Fort Park with my sisters. So it was nice to have a sister's day out. Yes. Yeah. And then of Did you course. you go on rides? Yeah, of course. Yeah, I went on like seven rides. So mm. it was really interesting. Which one did you go on? There was one like the storm. That's that ride. Oh my gosh. When I tell you, when I went on it, <laughs> I felt like my body... My, no, I think my I, I felt like my soul <laughs> left my body. Rotted. I didn't know a ride dead. could do something like that. Like, honestly, I felt a bit possessed for a second. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> what did the ride do? What was it, roller coaster or what? 
it was a crazy one, but it was really fun. It was really fun to go on rides again. I felt like a kid again. And now, of course, back to work, back to reality, really. But it's been an interesting week. What about yours, Miles? Mine, I... Wait. What did I do? It always gets to this point and I always forget what what I've fucking done. I... Shit. What did I do this week? Do you ever get that where you just forget what you've done? (laughs) And it's like... Oh, I know what you're doing. What I do? Um, did you go out on Saturday? Because I seen you in the back of someone's. <gasps> oh, okay. <laughs> Thank you so much, spiritual baddie, for just getting me together once again. <laughs> so basically, uh, have you guys heard of Pussy Palace? Uh, yeah. Guess me, what you mean? Yeah, I go all the time. <laughs> But what the hell? So basically, Pussy Palace is a like a club night, an event where people from any walk of life can come and go and just get their li- get their lives, you know, break their back, drop it like it's hot, go in any outfit without fear of being judged or or like get a side eye from someone. It's just free. Like it's their policy is really good. Let me let me get it up because it is. Pussy Palace's policy It's on their Instagram and on their website and stuff And it basically says While you get your free con at Pussy Palace We want you to make sure that your night is free of judgement And that you feel welcome and included To help us do that We have some guidelines Zero tolerance to harassment Of any kind Please respect other people's personal space And do not touch Anyone unless you are consented To do so Body shaming, slut shaming, racism, ableism, ageism, transphobia, homophobia, xenophobia, and fatphobia are not tolerated at Pussy Palace. I had to say are not on their on their um page. It says is not, but that isn't grammatically correct. So I'm just helping them out there a little bit. It's all love. But yeah, are not tolerated at Pussy Palace, nor do we have any prejudice based on class, language, ability, religious beliefs, and gender presentation please do not assume anyone's gender if in doubt feel free to ask the guest what pronouns they use and there will be people in pussy palace badges all night long to address any issues if you have any so i think that's really good and like the vibe i had there was like amazing it was my first time actually spiritual bad you said you've been before right mm-hmm. i've been plenty of, plenty of course you have i actually saw elijah there and webster Yes, all my people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we was oh there God. and like I was just really enjoying it. Like I've not been out in an environment where I felt like everyone was like so, like at one with each other, even if people didn't know each other. It felt like it had a real sense of community and togetherness and like there was no drama and it was just it was pure like vibes, bro. Like it was sick. Like I got mm-hmm. my life. It's a beautiful It is. Space. And like the night that I went, they had a theme. It was like redefining royalty. So you know me, I had to go for that. I had me some fur on, but like a brown, like not like, <laughs> not like classy, but it was just like, a, like just over the shoulder. So it was kind of like, like Wakanda vibes, you know? I had like a wooden necklace and then I had on this amazing Gucci balaclava with earrings on it. I was, I was feeling hella fresh and um, a red like silk cape. So that was how I was. That's how you dress on a daily basis. <laughs> well, I'm in a cape right now. No, I'm joking. <laughs> I am in sweats, like an Ivy Park vest, 
and Nike trainers and uh, Zara hoodie like is nothing as fabulous as that. But yeah, like it was nice. They came up to me, um, the people running the event and were like, oh my God, you look great. Like we want to put you on a Instagram story. So like you would have seen me on there and they added at get the belt pod on their Instagram. So thank you guys. But yeah, that was, um, I went out there. That was really good. I recommend that. Um, otherwise just been working, trying to get back into the gym and stuff. Um, just working, 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 really. We've been putting together some really good interviews. We've got a special guest. Fingers crossed if all comes to plan. But I don't want to tell you guys yet. I don't want to jinx it. But if we get this guest, everyone's in for a very big treat. Mm -hmm. A very big treat. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But yeah, that was it, really. I just, just, just been working, working, working on my shit. And obviously, I was, um, at... Uh, I was out when I had I heard the news of Aretha Franklin uh, passing at Sh um, White City House, uh, and I kind of guess the the whole mood of the house shifted when we found out. Like my phone went off, I was there with a friend, and it was just like, "But Aretha's gone," and I was just like, "Wow!" Like she'd been in the news, hadn't she? Because she'd lost loads of weight and everyone was saying she's like really, really ill. Mm. And you never know, like, I know it's cliche, but you never know what you've got till it's gone. And like, I find myself like, even though I'm researching, I've been researching her a lot more and listening to her music. And like, as you said, spiritual body, everyone that is playing her. But why is it that we don't like really appreciate these people until like they're out of our lives and stuff? Do you know mm -hmm. what I mean? Mm -hmm. People love to... Yeah. Um... I mean, whatever's in clout, that's what people like, even if it's someone's death. Mm. But yeah, that was my week. So yeah, right. Let's uh, you know how we do on get the belt. Uh, every week we shout out someone of color that's doing fucking amazing things, and we crown them with what cashmere? Yeah, melanin magnificence. Ow. So who do you have spiritual baddie uh, to give melanin magnificence to this week? This week, I give Melanin Magnificence to a beautiful friend of mine I have met over here in New York. She goes by the name of Tiange, and she drips Ooh. in oh, so much melanin. So, so much melanin. She <laughs> yes, dripping. Like, so dripping. Dripping. She's beautiful. She's a model. Um, and she of is course. just pursuing her dreams out here in New York. And she has a beautiful energy. She speaks to God. And she's just a really nice person. And, you know, when I met her, I literally met her on the train. I started speaking to her on the train and now we're good friends. So I know from me meeting her and her being such a beautiful person that I must be doing something right or I must be in the right place in the right time to attract her. Yeah. Attracting yeah. her such a beautiful soul. So big up, Tiange. She is already making moves and she's only been in New York for one month. Wow. Sick. So amazing. she's a model, you say? She is stunning. Yeah. Her up. Who does your melanin magnificence go to this week, Cash? Well, my one goes to a New Jersey prince principal. He's I like how he decided to do something like this because coming from a community where the kids that come to a school don't have the wealthiest things, don't have the cleanest clothes, mm. gets picked on and bullied. So he decided to bring wash. No, he's basically decided to. Built to do built-in washing machines 
in the toilets so all the people that don't maybe have washing machines at home if they're less fortunate to get one so you basically put one in the school for all the young kids to come out there and wash out wash their clothes anytime they want free of charge free so knowing that they could finally be comfortable at school and not get picked on because they don't have the cleanest clothes or the cleanest shoes so i thought that was absolutely amazing and i want to pick him up the principal's name is i hope i'm saying it right is akbar cook come on (laughs) akbar cook yeah the new jersey principal at west side high school you are amazing i'm so glad to see a principal who who doesn't just care about kids just because of their education, but also care about their well-being and their yeah. mental state as well. And they're comfortable in the place that they learn. So thank you for doing something like that. It's much appreciated. Come through, Akbar. <laughs> <laughs> well, my melanin magnificence this week goes to a fellow Brits. You know, he's from the UK and not for one day. If you know Nikki, you might know that lyric. But um, he goes by the name of Stormzy. Yes. He has announced that he's going to fund two black British students yes. to go to the University of Cambridge. He's paying for it completely out of his own pocket. He's going to be funding them to go to this pristine elite college or university that is generally thought of as a white-centric space, you know. You don't really hear of many, like, black or BAME people coming out of there. And Mm -hmm. when you do, it's generally like a... It's like a thing, like, oh, my God, you went there? Like, wow, that's for white people. Yeah, definitely. It's not, but... Yeah, so he's opening up the doors to more people of colour to pursue their career, to pursue their talents, and to be more in this world. And we deserve, like, you know, you see it with people like... B and J, like when they went into the to the Louvre to record mm-hmm. Ape Shit, it's like we do belong in these places. In fact, a lot of the th- reasons why these places are here are because of us. So we should be there. So the fact that he is giving the opportunity to two Black Brits to yeah. go and be in this amazing, amazing university uh, is outstanding. And it's not he's not only doing it this year; it's also for 2019 as well. So it'll be four students that he will be given a scholarship amazing. to. Which is amazing. Um, Stormzy said, uh, explaining why he set up the scholarship, he told Radio 1 Newsbeat that in school and college, I had the, the ability and was almost destined to go to one of the top universities, but that didn't happen for myself. So hopefully there's another young black student out there that can have the opportunity to go through my scholarship. He then went on to also say that I always said that there's a whole bunch of academically brilliant, excellent students who also need an incentive. And this is right. Um, So, yeah, I just want to shout out to Stormzy for demonstrating melanin magnificence and, you know, giving back to the community. I think it's absolutely amazing, uh, respectable. And, yeah, man, I crown you. Yes. Boom. Yeah, of course, that's amazing. And of course, you've got white people being mad saying, oh, that's racist. That scholarship is racist. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, but when over 95% of your <laughs> students are white anyway, what, what? I know. How is that racist? Him trying to help it be more equal, how is that racist? Unless mm-hmm. you want to keep it that way. That make no sense. Basically, they do. But anyway, generally, <laughs> white anger is off the back of something closer to progression and to equality so if they're mad 
I'm glad. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, so it's about that time again where we get our spiritual uh, amazingness from spiritual baddie over in NYC. And this week on spirituality, I am talking about the power of sleep. Oh, yes. Oh, my God. I love this. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So, of course, we know, of course, we know that we need sleep to physically survive. But this is it. But I want to highlight the spiritual aspect of sleep. You know, on average, we spend a third of our lives sleeping. Um, you know, when we sleep, the power of our brain, it like minimizes. So our mind is less chaotic, right? Because our mind is, is, is quiet, it's quiet, much quieter when we go to sleep. Mm-hmm. Um, so therefore, we're more at peace um, at the, when we're asleep. We're more at peace. In a heavenly um, And peace. you know, if you do listen to us weekly on Get the Bell, you'd hear me mention that peace is an objective state that we should all be aiming and striving towards, right? Speak on it, spiritual baddie. Yes. You better yes. preach, so when, boy. <laughs> when we sleep, so we're most at peace when we sleep. Um, so when we do sleep, there's spiritual and deeper messages that we can find because our minds are quieter. And it's like it kind of activates information from the subconscious mind to come forward and, and break through. Mm-hmm. So you may be thinking, oh, that sounds complicated. But basically, all I'm saying is the messages come through dreams. When we sleep, the power is our, in our dreams because that's when our subconscious mind push, pushes information forward. So it's simply dreaming. Like, that's where the power is. When we sleep and we dream, that's where the power is. Do you guys dream at all? I do sometimes. <laughs> yeah, sometimes. Not as much as when I was a kid. Okay, so it's just sometimes. And I've, how many times a week would you say? Like, how many nights? Maybe. I think three times. Yeah, I'd say like two, two times a week, maybe two, three. Okay, yeah, that yeah, that's a bit that's a bit low, but I'm guessing that's that's like mm-hmm. no, well, I don't know what what the normal dreams is a week to be honest, but my point. So yeah, no, you find people who like don't dream at all. You find people who dream a few times, like y'all, mm-hmm. and then you'll find find people who that dream, be dreaming like, every night. Lop, night. I know like so many me. people that every day they want to tell me their new dream. I'm like, how mm-hmm. do you dream this much? <laughs> you know, like. My dreams, like, for one year, I would say in one year, only three times did I not dream eight times a night and remember them all. Do you know how tired I was? Mm -mm. Do you know how tired? Oh, anyway. So, yeah, my point is that dreaming reflects the state of your mind. So, ideally, and most beneficially, we should be, we should constantly feel calm and relaxed in our dreams And, you know, it sounds far-fetched because, like, you may be thinking, well, I have these nightmares or I'm always scared or someone's getting killed in my dream or this and that, all these negative things. Um, But if you can't... Good dreams and then I'm running from something. Yeah, if you consistently, like... Hold on. Oh, hello, New York. (laughs) Hello, New York. (laughs) So if you consistently experience like fear or negativity when you're asleep, which is therefore in your dreams, 
you're working towards spending the third of your life experiencing negativity because we spend a third of our lives sleeping, right? Ooh, so if like you... I never thought if, about that. You know? And it's like, damn. <laughs> sleep should be a time of restoration. Like, of course, we know that for the body. But sleep should be a time of manifesting your dreams in your actual, actual dreams, on. bitch. Yeah. Like, literally living your best life in your dreams. Um... I'm receiving signs and messages from spirit guides on up and coming like um, points in your life. Mm -hmm. So if you dream negatively or don't dream at all, like to me, that indicates that you're not feeding your soul enough or you're feeding your ego too much. So yeah, like y'all can, people can meditate or you can listen to spirituality more. That will sure feed your soul. And, you know, identify the extent of your ego-related behaviour because it's so natural for us to dream. The reason I say, like, if you don't dream, like, like often or if you dream negatively, like, that's, the, like, it's a sign that some, something needs to change in your day-to-day -day life. Something needs mm -hmm. to change because when you go to sleep, the power that is in sleep spiritually, you should be living your best life in your dreams. As simple as that. You should be living your best life. How You should be I happy. Like get to that point <laughs> yeah like I, i'd like you meditation i would yeah. say is probably the first thing i would suggest is meditating because when you meditate obviously you're breathing and you're focusing on your mm -hmm. breath and you're building yeah. up the power of your breath so before like i go to sleep i can lay on my back and i like breathe like i'm meditating and then eventually i fall asleep. i end up turning over and then falling asleep but that's a that's a good way to like start dreaming i'm like, not even gonna lie definitely dropped off the whole meditating before i go to sleep and yeah. it's it's hard it really it takes it's, it's hard work but then again nothing that's beneficial comes easy does it so i'm gonna i'm gonna really mm -hmm. try this week because i want to yeah. have a good dream every night you know how happy i wake up when i'm when i've had yes. a dream about me being like best friends with beyonce you know i'd be just having the best I day wake up Throughout my sleep, I, you know, throughout my sleep, I'm smiling, bro. Throughout my sleep, I wake up laughing and everything. But it's so yes. funny because I'll tell you this as well. If you, if you, if you have nightmares or something or people have negative dreams, um, a lot of that comes from what we watch the media. For example, I'm very sensitive. So mm -hmm. all I have to watch is Orange is the New Black. And then for days, I'm dreaming about that. I'm locked up for like X oh, amount of days. I'm real. responsible <laughs> for this, this person's murder. Like, that's how sensitive I am. That's, I can't watch violent stuff because I know when I go to sleep, it's going to come through in my dreams. And I don't want that to come through what in my if dreams. You, like, cause there's, manifesting. What, what if, like, because I've done that before, like, and I make a conscious effort. Like, if I watch a horror film, like you know, just either by myself or on date night, whatever, I'd be like, oh, should we watch a little bit of something nice, happy mm. before we go to sleep to almost reset? Because I know <laughs> otherwise I'll be waking up, shaking and shit. Yeah. Yeah. That, like, that resetting for me doesn't really work because my mind's like, you put me in there, so I'm going to come out. <laughs> I'm <shit>. like, okay. <laughs> but, you know, yeah. So that's a little, um, that's a little bit about the power of sleep. I mean, it's a very, and dreams, it's a very broad topic, but the main things to, to just take from it is if you want to increase how much you dream, meditate. Yeah. If you increase yeah. how much you dream and then they turn out to be negative, then you need to check your behavior and check what you're watching and what you're exposing yourself to, because that's not right. Our dreams actually, we shouldn't actually, even when our dreams may be negative, we actually shouldn't be feeling fear. I've died yeah. in my dreams mm -hmm. before. Do you think I'm scared? No, I'm calm, you know? 
So how what would you say your like best dreams are? Oh my best <laughs> <laughs> Miles, do you know how many dreams I've had, boy? I don't know if I could pick okay, top, top my two best and okay. top 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 two best dreams and then top Okay. The worst two to... that you've had. Okay, so my first dream my well, let's just keep it one bad one because... Okay, yeah, let's, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, let's keep it one bad one. Okay, my top dream, my most favourite dream, I think would be... Ooh, it's so tight. It would be when... Yeah, when I basically died in my dream, I fell off a cliff and oh. then I had my last thoughts and I was thinking... Um, my last thought was, oh, I'm happy with the life I've lived. And my second thought was, does my best friend know the, lap- the password to my laptop to get all my documents? <laughs> oh, my goodness. And, and then, that was your best dream? Yeah, no, but wait, because it didn't the end plane. there. Of course, I died in the dream. <laughs> so, what did Kashmir say? <laughs> Kashmir! She said, that's nice. It's nice. <laughs> So I didn't, the dreams didn't end there. You think I died and then woke up, bro? No, I died and I woke up in the spirit world, fam. I was still asleep, but my spirit was like, I was in some place called Akashic Records. That's basically a spiritual realm, which is um, the archives of everybody's soul. You can learn anything about yourself or anything about anybody else there if you really tap into it. So I naturally went to this place called Akashic Records, which I had nothing, which I didn't know anything about. And, like, there was all this random souls there, like, random human beings. I was in a room with random human beings, and it was some type of examination, Mm. like, some type of test. But then the teacher basically shouted at me, and I replied, as Ellis would reply, like, why are you shouting at me? Did you shout back at the bitch? Yeah, and then I woke up, the dream stopped. They said, we're not giving you no more information. Uh (laughs) But that was my favourite dream, because I... I mean, I died and I was peaceful. I was calm. Wow. Like, and then I went to another realm, so that was my favourite dream. But then my worst dream would probably be what I dreamed last week from watching Orange is the New Black. I basically um, thought I was responsible for, like, one of my friend's deaths. And, like, oh, I, couldn't get out of the, wow. I couldn't get out of the dream. I was, like, messaging her on Snapchat in the dream. <laughs> I was trying to wake up. I couldn't wake up. So, yeah, that was only last week, but that's where I got well, exposed. What, what, what do you mean you couldn't wake up? I, like, you see how I say I died and I woke up in the other place in the first dream? Yeah. Like, in my dreams sometimes, if I try and wake myself up, I'll wake up somewhere completely different in another dream. Like, I don't wake up. Wait, hold on, Ellis. I don't do wake you, up in person. Do you person. transport? Yeah, bitch. bitch. <laughs> I astral <laughs> project. I basically <laughs> transport, yeah. I ain't surprised my... this nigga be transporting. Well, like, <laughs> proper <laughs> transporting, like, you know, Insidious... That horror film I where cannot with you. the young <laughs> Girl, boy do not can come out when he's dreaming, he can come out of his body and fly. Is that what you're saying you can do, Ellis? Yeah, basically the first time that ever the first time that ever happened to me, I didn't know anything about it. And I literally died in my dream, came out of my body, looked at myself and floated away. Rotted. And then when I, I, I floated away in the dream, I went into my my mum's room and my sister was there. And my sister looked at me in the dream and she screamed. And then, Mm-mm. and then that's when I need to go back to my body, and I went back to my body, and I woke up. Wait, wait, wait! How long have you been doing this, girl? I've, my spiritual journey started like four years ago now, so this is like this, that dream, that first dream I had was like four, three years ago. And you can probably control what you do in your dreams now. Yeah, now I can. So if I know, I know how to like control my. Okay. This is gonna be so random, but can you travel to places? Like, can you travel back to London? I'm just saying, if that's possible. Um. Like, it, 
for me, it doesn't work like that or I haven't got there yet. Like, I can't say I want to go to London and I'll go. But if I'm in London, I certainly can control and be like, oh, I want to, like, I can, I know which, where I want to go or what I want to do in the dream. Okay. Oh, wait, one more question. Go. How do you know when you're flying that you're, you're safe? How do you know you won't get, like, you know, get uh, caught by, like, an evil spirit or something? I just know that I pray daily. I speak to God before mm. I sleep, like Hallelujah. 99% of the time. Mm. That's good. So I know in my dreams when I am experiencing like like spiritual stuff that may be new to me or if, if I'm, scared, I'm experiencing a, a scary dream, like I know that I can control it. And because I meditate, like I'm able to breathe in my dreams like mm-hmm. i'm able to breathe in real life while i'm dreaming dreaming mm-hmm. wow like my mates will tell me like when i'm going to sleep my mates are like my eyes be flickering mad like mm-hmm. all this stuff but that's because like i'm fucking traveling okay guys i've actually had an out of body experience oh, you have? This, this was one time i think this is after when i had my son you know i felt stressed and i felt like i don't know like when you sleep i felt like i don't i can't explain it but I remember it was dark and I, you know, when you feel yourself come out of your body. Wait, so you was asleep? I was asleep. Mm-hmm. I was asleep, like normal sleeping. And I woke up and I came out of my body and I could mm-hmm. see my son laying in this cot. And mm-hmm. his cot was kind of big, so I had to go round his cot to get to the to um get to my bedroom door. But when I opened my bedroom door, it's like I saw a dark shadow in the corner. Nah, stop. And then hey, I, fre- I ran back. I ran back <laughs> and I thought it was a dream, but it was so real because I, I knew I was there in the room and I could see myself. Mm-hmm. I was like, I was wearing my to my body and I woke up and said, Lord Jesus Christ, I rebuke, I rebuke. I just died. <laughs> I got is? freaked out and what I was scared that? to go back to sleep. So you saw a shadow where? I thought like right near the toilet. I, I don't think I ever told my mum or sisters this, but right near the um, the toilet door, there was, I thought I saw a shadow, like someone standing there, a shadow of a man. I was freaked out of a and man. I ran. I don't know. Stop. I don't want to talk about it now. I'm Ooh, out. But shit. I was like, Turn on the lights in the studio. I had, Turn to, the <laughs> I had to run back to my body and then I woke up and then I couldn't go to sleep that night. But I was thinking, is that really happening? That's something cash me. You're doing too much. <laughs> okay, last well, one. Last me, week. Uh, yeah. Ellis, have you ever had sleep? What's that thing? Sleep paralysis. paralysis. Sleep par- paralysis. paralysis. Something. Sleep paralysis. paralysis. Yeah. Paralysis. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've had I've had that a few times, but I can control it now. But I was going to actually say to you, that's good that you could actually move out of it, like move out of your body, because usually people are trapped, like and have sleep paralysis. Yeah, but you that. never you you she came you out was able to do that easily. Like no, I don't want to do that again. I was scared. I thought no, I but was. That's a good sign, though. Would you say that was your no, worst but, dream that you've ever had? Y- that was the freakiest. It felt real. Like I know it was real, yeah. but I never thought I could do that. I didn't really tell yeah. him that because I thought I was like weird. Oh I know. Hopefully, everyone the knows don't that. Think I'm, I'm not weird. So, what was your favorite dream then? Like your best dream that you can remember? I don't care. This is. Oh my god, I'm actually going to say this, but you know, I don't do care. Do it, innit, man? I was going to say. This basically, is, keep it real and get the belt. <laughs> <laughs> basically, this is like. And I know it's, not, it's not really like that laugh ha- is gonna be a good thing. It's not really like a happy dream. It's more like, okay, basically, I had a dream. I was there was people like basically a wedding ceremony, yeah. and I was walking down the aisle. But when I was walking down the aisle, 
I saw the groom. That was hella yardy, by the way. I never, the aisle, when I was looking at the, the aisle. aisle. I was looking down the aisle. And when I saw, because everyone's looking at me smiling. But the thing is, and it's not really happy, but it was a curious dream of mine that I'm still trying to figure out. The groom was there, but his back wasn't facing, his, his face was not facing me, only his back. Yeah. But I never saw who it was. Like, I, I couldn't so get So, was you getting married? Dream. I was getting married, but I didn't know to who. To who? And then I ended up waking up. Was it a white man? I don't remember. Did no. I think he was... Miles said, was it a white man, you know? Mixed. <laughs> all I know... Was he mixed? He had a shaved head. Shaved head. And that's all I remember. How tall was he? Like 5'9"? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and ever since five, to this eight, day... Five, I keep trying to... Mom, shut up. <laughs> ever since to this day, I'm still trying to get to that dream again. You know when you're trying to find out what happened? Was that next? Does that yeah, mean something? But I don't know. I couldn't get to that again. What colour was the suit? Was it all white? It was a black suit. It was black, a black suit. suit. And now I could Slim see cap. everyone smiling and you can hear the wedding bell music. So you could see, could you see the people in the Yeah, in the I saw church? who was there. I saw my sisters, saw my friends. So did you see and any I was of his side? Down. Huh? Did you see any of his side? Yeah, a few of his sides. What side. do they look but, like? But I don't, I don't know if I recognise them. What do they the look thing. like? Like There was a mix of black, white, so I don't know. You don't, really? Oh my gosh! A mixture of black not, and white. I don't know, but that dream—I'm still trying to think. Then it makes you feel like, oh my gosh, maybe I'm gonna get married one to day. A mixed race so kind of, it's like a bit of hope. You know what you're thinking? Yeah. To a mixed race, man. Oh my god! Well, what's your happiest dream, Miles? My happiest dream. Um, do you know what? I've had quite a few, but. I'm never really that good at remembering them. I should start writing them down so I can yeah, really remember that helps. them. Like, yeah. But you, you know me, Miles is always gonna <laughs> love anything Beyonce. But I've had dreams where like we've been friends and we've been working together as well. And I just remember this one time I was on stage with her and we were singing and she would be like, take it away, Miles. And then I'd sing my bit and I'd do shit and... I just remember, like, later on in the gym, just chilling, being like, I was just on stage with Beyonce, and Beyonce was telling me, like, yes, like, what the fuck? And I just felt like I was schooling life, like, no pun intended, but, like, I just felt so lit, like, yes, like, oh, and the feeling was just incredible. And then I woke up. (laughs) That's a good sign as well because you know if you can get close to a celebrity, if you're close to a celebrity like that in a dream, like energetically, that that is so a good many sign. times. That's a good sign, like because Don't people give can't. Don't gas, buddy. Yeah, like I've been on Beyonce's phone in my dream before. Don't get it twisted. Um, on her phone. Oh my god, yeah. I feel like you've told me this. I did remember, and all she had was apps for blue ivy. Apps for like, blue ivy. Yeah, yeah you did. You said it a few episodes ago. <laughs> <laughs> Apps for um, Blue Ivy and Snapchat or some bullshit, which we still yeah. don't have the password, the the username for. The username for lol. Um, but yeah, well, next time I you're did, on the phone, can you pl- please try and see will, what her name is? I will, but I'm sure she's I'm sure she's locked away good in them in them realities. But mm-hmm. I could really speak about dreams for so long. Like, if any of you listeners have any dreams that you don't understand and you want me to unlock. Please email in yes, because email I love in. doing that. And I'm oh my god, that would be so cool! Let's start. Listen, there's a challenge. 
Like everyone, yes. like everyone, if you can, if you, you, we, you might, you don't need to be like, we don't need to read out your name. So always let us know if you want to be anonymous and tell us your dream and we can all like interpret it. <laughs> Mainly spiritual baddie, but. Wow. <laughs> we can all pile a little. That'd be good actually. Thing yeah, I, I can, I, I'm good at unlocking dreams, but yeah. Yes. If y'all have any questions, I know my uh, the dream segment was a bit the sleep segment was a bit broad, but I'm sure it's still informative for y'all. Oh my god, a hundred percent. But my my worst dream it wouldn't necessarily really scare scary. Actually, no, that's a lie. It was scary. It was kind of terrifying to the point it made me want to throw up. And I questioned it a few times, and it's actually stayed with me. And like, it wasn't no murder or blood, but I just dreamt I was asleep. Like, I dreamt I was asleep. And I dreamt I woke up because I could hear this groaning, like this. Mm, mm. What the fuck? And I'm thinking, what is that noise? And then I, I sit up in my bed and I'm, I was a kid. I must have been about 15, 14. And I keep on listening to it. And it was my mum and my dad having sex. Oh, my. And what? I was like, oh, my God. And I couldn't scream. Like, what can you do? And I'm in a dream and I'm just like, I want to wake up, please. And like a tear was the groaning. And I was like. Yeah, that was the worst ever. And then I finally managed to get back to sleep after it finished. And then, yeah, oh it was horrendous. And that kind of still haunts me to this day. I'll think about it and be like, ugh, like, I just want to throw up in my mouth. I'm doing. On that yeah. note, I think we should end the dream oh episode right there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ, that was the scariest shit. But yeah. That was, yeah. Well, thank you very much, Spiritual Buddy, for that this week. I'm going to try, like, it really stood out to me, the whole, you know, you you said we're asleep for a third of our lives. So let's try and enjoy the sleep mm-hmm. because, like, mm-hmm. that is a huge portion of our lives. So thank you, Spiritual mm-hmm. Buddy. Yeah, I really like it. Well, it's time now for Miles Measures. This week, I'm going to do things a little bit differently. I want to promise or premise. What's the word? When you start something. I think it's premise, but I don't know how to say it. I'll premise this. Fuck it. I ain't no English person, like the degree in English literature. But anyway, I will premise this by saying 44 Grammy nominations, 18 wins. Nearly 50 studio albums. A robust civil rights legacy. Can any of you guess who I'm talking about? Hmm. Um, Cashman. Hmm. You tried it. Hmm. <laughs> I know, you're talking about Jay-Z. <laughs> no, I am talking about... Yes, girl, you both tried it. I knew Aretha it was... the Franklin. Oh, I thought you was going to so, do Beyonce. That's why I was laughing, and that's why I said Jay Z. But oh, <laughs> funny. Oh, would they be surprised? Yeah, I just wanted to uh, give everyone a little 
le lesson and just give you guys some facts and a bit of background on Aretha Franklin uh, because I know I definitely learned a lot since her passing that I didn't know before. And so I think um, I wanted to measure up her, you know, life uh, a little bit. So um, as you're all probably aware, uh, Aretha started in church um, and her father was a pastor and also a civil rights leader. Uh, who, in fact, organized the 1963 Detroit Walk to Freedom. Um, her first tour, which is actually incredible, uh, was when she was 16 after recording her first album, and she actually went on tour with the Martin Luther King Jr. Like, Oh, she did? Yeah, that was her first wow. ever tour with Martin Luther King. Can you imagine? Hey. She was obviously a member of his choir. She's probably the choir leader, you know. Um... And, you know, she's had many, 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 many hips, hits, sorry, including, I mean, she had some hips <laughs> as well. <laughs> but yeah, her hit, uh, Respect, uh, it, not only was it a bop, yeah, like, it really did mean so much. Like, that was released in a, a point in time where racial equality was appalling. And if we think it's bad now, back then, you know, it was horrendous, like people getting shot on a date, like a day to day. Like it, it was just horrendous. People were still separated. Like it was, it was bad. So when she came out with this hit, Respect, it wasn't just about, you know, going to the club and like shaking your peaches, but it really had a sincere and meaningful tone to it. Like literally respect us. Like, mm -hmm. and especially because she came from a family where, you know, her father was an activist and she, like, her first tour was with Martin Luther King. She used to hold um, free concerts when he was traveling. Like, she was very much involved. So for her, it had to have hits such, with such um, meaning, like, respect. Next time you listen to it, really, really think about the kind of woman she was and what she stood for and her background. And it has a whole different meaning to it. You can still obviously rock out to it, but yeah, definitely have a next time you listen to it, really listen to it and think of it in a different way. So, um, yeah, so whilst she was actually, uh, whilst Martin Luther King was alive, she did fund many different civil rights tours uh, and campaigns. She would hold, like I said before, free concerts. Mm -hmm. uh, she also housed activists and she helped them raise funds. Uh she remained a prominent face and a voice for African-American civil rights, whose impact has trickled throughout the world, even down here in little old UK. Um, she spent the majority of the 70s, you know, collecting her things at the Grammys. Like I said, 44 nominations with 18 wins. Like, that's insane. Um... You know, she's performed at three presidential inaugurations. Beyonce's only performed at one. Let me leave that there. Uh, Bill Clinton awarded her the National Arts Medal in 1999. She's received a Presidential Medal of Freedom in 2005 from Bush. See, these white presidents did some good things. <laughs> they did. Uh, she also shared moments with the first black president, Big Up Obama, and she even got him singing along in one of the uh, tour, uh, one of the concerts that she did, and brought him to tears when she actually Aww. gave her rendition. I know Obama crying, 
bless. Um, yeah, she moved him to tears when she gave her rendition of Natural Woman. Uh, yeah, so her legacy is so much more than just being the queen of soul and having all of these hits and nearly uh, nearly 50 studio albums. She's done so much for, uh, you know, people, especially black people, especially black African-Americans. Um, she performed at the famous Kennedy Center Honors in 2015, where she sat with that good... <laughs> black anti-wig that we've all seen you know the short one at the side with a little fringe <laughs> at the front we've all seen at least two people or two women in our families rocking that wig <laughs> and she sat there at the piano with that big fur coat just being grand and displaying all of the confidence and all of the sass and all of the elegance that you know is found so much in black women and that voice just uh, in January 1987, she became the first black woman to be inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. She brought, you know, seasoning, Maggie cubes, uh, marinated meat, and of course, tone and soul mm -hmm. like that, that that um, hall had never seen before and opened up that hall to many other black people to come. Uh, yeah, so... Um, she was also the youngest person to receive a Kennedy Center Award. Uh, NAACP awarded her with the Vanguard Award in 2008 for her role in advancing awareness in racial and social issues. Um, for those of you that don't know, the NAACP are the National Association for the Advancement of Colored People. And this also speaks a lot, you know, and it almost goes back to the word of the week um, when she said, uh, I just do my thing in my own way. And I spoke about people not wanting to speak about their blackness and people not wanting to own it the way she did. Like, she received a Vanguard Award for bringing awareness of, regarding social and racial, racial issues. So this also, it makes me question all these people that are like, why are you still speaking about slavery that happened so long ago? Did it affect you? Oh, why are you always speaking about black this and white that? And da, 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 da. Why are you angry? Like, why are you mad I'm speaking about this? People like Aretha Franklin have received Vanguard awards for speaking about this. So never, like, never ever feel like you need to stop speaking about things. If you're talking shit, obviously don't. But if you're speaking from a place of love and it might make people feel uncomfortable, as everyone knows, the truth hurts. Everyone knows that. It's a saying. But people will say that phrase until they're actually mad because someone is telling truth. For example, Stormzy saying, oh, but there's not enough black people in this place, so I'm going to make a scholarship. People were mad. Look at the look at Instagram. Look at Twitter. There were white people out there, and even some black people going off like, "No, this isn't. This isn't right." The truth hurts, so they are mad, and it's not right. But yeah, the fact mm -hmm. that she got that award is incredible. Um, she was also affiliated and worked with the Black the Black Panther Party, and most recently, obviously, the Black Lives Matter movement, as well as the Me Too. Uh, movement. Um, oh, that's good. Yeah, she's done so much. She stood up for the oppressed and mm -hmm. she never let anyone forget that. And, you know, it's taught me, um, not just as a creative, but as a human, to never suppress your true voice and feel that you can't be successful while being black because she was that and she's a legend. 
and she's received all these awards and has been recognized all over the world as something amazing. So, yeah, I hope you guys learned at least one or two new things about the late, great Aretha Franklin. Um, yes, I feel yeah. like I just, yeah. I, I just had a, a, a quick lesson on the Aretha. <laughs> Well, you know, she we 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 deserve to know things like this. The media will play her greatest hits, but they won't tell you about all of these things, which is why, mm-hmm. you know, I really wanted and I really want and I'm glad that we have this podcast to use it as a platform to teach people things because yeah, you can bust a laugh with us and we'll crack jokes, but you know, at the end of the day, this show it is a platform for BAME creatives, entrepreneurs, BAME people who are just um, doing amazing things. That's why we've got Melanin Magnificence, and this is what our segments are for. They're for us, and they're they're for everyone. And I feel like the fact that I we're here and we're able to like share things that need to get heard is incredible so in other not so legendary uh, news um rihanna is bringing out a documentary uh in the next few months i actually can't wait to see that yeah so the according to the director the film will be out in the next two months and what is it about so it's about her life you know how she's this island girl from barbados and Mm. you know her experiences whilst living there and then transitioning to this huge star who she is today and being affiliated with jay-z and luck and just I'm guessing, hopefully, we'll get to hear a little bit. Look at you vibe into it. (laughs) Hopefully, we'll hear a bit um, about, you know, the things that happened with Chris. I'm guessing that'll be in there. That's the part I definitely want to see. I want to see if she's actually honest about it, to be honest. Yeah, Yeah, I I mean, she spoke with Oprah about that before, right? Have y'all seen it? Yeah, but yeah. it was so soon after, and I feel like contracts were signed and they weren't allowed to say things. So mm. those con- contracts might still stand, but it'll be interesting to see what she has to say. Yeah, mm. it'll be um, nice to see her story. Yes. Uh, also, in more news of Rihanna, Robin is also said to be working on not one, but two albums. Um, one yes. being like a... Finally. Wine Your Weirst, Brocket Dome... <gasps> Bashman, Soka kind of what, vibe, and then the other, I'm guessing, being a this? pop rap. Miles measures. <laughs> you know, I'm just measuring it all up for you, girls and boys. Oh, so we're looking forward to those two things. Also, she was actually papped in Cuba with Donald Glover, and rumors are that they're working on a film. Wow, Cuba. So Robin <laughs> is keeping busy. <laughs> oh, I love me some Robin. In it. Um, also, Leanne Pinnock from Little Mix um, was on Twitter, I think it was, um, where she took a nice picture of her, you know, looking cute. It was a little selfie and her hair was all like out and just curly and amazing. Mm-hmm. And uh, she basically just was acknowledging, oh, wow, all of this acknowledging her blackness. She was basically acknowledging her blackness and her curls and inspiring uh, other young girls to do the same. Uh, mm-hmm. Let me quickly get up Yes, her. you are better. Yeah. And this is why like, I feel like... Uh, I'm I'm not really a huge huge fan of Little Mix, but like things like this make me go, okay, so this is why they're lasting so long, and this is why they're mm. doing so well because you know they are being authentic and they are being honest and true. Yeah. Other mm. female bands, especially in the UK, that don't really want to be black, and if they they don't really like to talk about it, <laughs> the Saturdays you don't end up staying around <laughs> until Sunday. Saturday here, Sunday you're gone. <laughs> oh my gosh. 
<laughs> but anyway, let me see what she said because it was actually really, really inspiring. My niece of seven years once came to me and said that she didn't like her afro and wanted to look like the other girls in her class. And it broke my heart that she didn't consider what she had as beautiful. Love your curls. Love your afro. We need to teach young black girls that it is just as beautiful. Yes, that's so nice. Yes. Of course. Uh, Thank you so much, Leanne Pinnock, for I owning mean, and embracing yourself. Our hair just yeah, shows magic. Just our hair actually shows melanin magnificence. Mm -hmm. It literally does. Y'all not see how it grows up towards the sun? It defies for hey. gravity, bitch. Yeah. Are you insane? <laughs> Look at God. <laughs> so thank you so much, Leanne, for that. So she's doing, you know, all the good things on Instagram. Um, Danny T. Kane are back. Do you remember yes. Danny T. Kane? Uh, show stopping. No. Your show's show just stopping. We ride slow. Hey, we in the good. We doing things that the, that the boys don't do. The girls there. We smile back. All my girls oh, in the rainbow. Like, oh, Cadillac. I remember yeah, now. I bet that you ain't never seen. Hey, hey. I They had such good songs. And I like their new stuff. They've broken up and come back a few times. Like, they're almost pretty much on the same plane as Destiny's Child. I think they might have broken up and come oh back uh, maybe once or twice more. But they were on the group, they were on the TV program with uh, P. Diddy, the Making the Band. Yeah. Uh, wild, wild girls. But they had some bangers, like, oh my God, Sucker for Love, yes, and Secret Place. I got a secret place, want you to take me there. I could make some sweet love to some of their tracks and break it down. Yes. <laughs> Tell me. Tell me, uh, and lemonade, ooh, I something, 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 but I don't know the words. Hey, lemonade, lemonade, dum, dum, dum. <laughs> lemonade, lemon, because Dawn Richard is my bitch. <laughs> I fucking live for Dawn, like, so much. So, uh, yes. Oh, do you watch Insecure, uh, Spiritual Baddy? So I know Cashmere doesn't. I sent you the no, link. No, but I think I heard Oh, I haven't opened it. it yet, but I will soon. You guys need to get on the show because she actually had a cameo in, not this <gasps> week's, but last week's episode. She came in and like Dawn Richard, she was pretending to be like a singer. And um, she was just in the studio like doing like the most like and not good at all. And then she came in. She was like, hey, how was that? And they were just like, uh, yeah, great. Uh, and they should be back in. I was like, oh my God, it's dawn. But yeah, Danny Kane are coming back. They're going on tour in the States. You might even be able to see it, Spiritual Baddy. <gasps> yes, uh, they're going on tour. Um, let me find out the dates. There has been some kind of um, uproar about how they're ticketing the event. Um, if, like, for example, you can get a, a meet and greet or a VIP uh you know, package, uh, and it starts at $200 with the show not included. <laughs> so people are a bit like, so I'm paying $200 and get to meet you, go to the venue, go to this backstage where you're about to perform all my favorite songs and like take a picture with you and ask you a question. And then when you go on stage, I gotta leave. <laughs> I'm done. I know, but yeah, it doesn't, yeah. To me, that's a bye-bye. But um, <laughs> yeah, they're going on tour in the States. 
Otherwise, that's, I think, really about it for me for this week. Um, just briefly, there um, apparently Birmingham has been named the UK's most in- entrepreneurial city in 2018. Seriously? Yeah. It says, um, according to voiceonline.co.uk, Instant Offices Entrepreneurial Index has ranked Birmingham top amongst the UK's leading cities with over 21,000 companies launching this year. Wow. Isn't it? So big up to all the Birmingham listeners. Hopefully one of you in Birmingham are, you know, a little entrepreneur and getting your life, doing big things. Um, and then last but not least, uh, Mohammed Iqbal, but I ain't trying to say that last name. Um, he was sentenced, <laughs> was sentenced for selling uh, skin bleaching cosmetics uh, in South in South London. Um, yeah, he oh was fined one thousand five hundred pounds and ordered to pay five thousand pounds in costs. Uh, and yeah, he was sentenced as as a result of Southwark Council prosecution. And you know, he at the age of forty five was stopped by the UK border in March last year. Uh, he was returning from France and had one thousand four hundred thirty one infringing cosmetics in his possession. Uh, they were, in, of course, seized uh, by trading san- standards, and now he's in prison because we don't want to. Get white, sir. Um, we're happy with our colour. You know that. Uh, and it's also kind of illegal. Thank you. Over here. So enjoy your time in prison. I think he's been sentenced to 20 months. Uh, have fun. Wow. Yeah. And that's all for Miles Measures this week. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys. It's time for Yes with Cat. Let's sing, sis. <laughs> well, here's a statement to my lovely young queens out there, especially my black queens. Come through. Act like a lady, but think like a man. Okay. Yeah, this statement, yes, I think we all heard it from, of course, the film. The film, yeah. Act like a lady, think like a man. I but I was time. just, I was talking with a few friends of mine about relationships and how this generation has become so, let's say, corrupt, especially the men of this generation. Not, Why you look at me like that I for? You tried it. <laughs> you tried it. I not look at you. You corrupt, Kashmir. Oh my gosh. I, I did am not look at you. My eyes are just going around the room. What were you saying? There is only and basically this, 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 yeah, this generation has become so corrupt lately. And I was talking to a friend of mine and she basically was entertaining this guy who she didn't have no need to entertain. And it was actually really like, I felt so bad for her. I was like, you know what? Don't waste your time on this guy. Like, I don't get it. Like we were trying so hard to force ourselves to, um, be this type of woman for a guy who don't appreciate us and respect us. Hallelujah. So basically, guys, I've got these three little, these four questions for you to ask if you if you're in a relationship or you're starting to date someone. Oh, this is juicy. So step first question is. What are your short-term goals? I know it's funny how as soon as we jump into a relationship or jump into getting to know someone, we don't ask the basic questions. We don't ask the important questions. So we don't... People are too quick to ask how big's your dick or your top <laughs> or your bottom or Basically, do you like this and that? 
Bad. Basically. Sure. So it's time to be more serious. Not serious where you're going to be like, be FBI, but more like serious <laughs> about what you want this time around. I come like so FBI. So the short-term girls, it's good to get an idea of what kind of man he is or what kind of woman she is mm-hmm. and know what kind of plan she has for herself. And if she's trying to go somewhere further than what she is now or she or is he trying to stay at the, in the same place. Like some people just like don't have any have any ambition don't have any morals don't have any Yuck. values and it just and they want to put that all on you and you don't need that so you need mm. someone who is looking to go further than what they are right now in yes, the next three so. to five years if they got a plan for themselves and it kind of makes you get an idea oh what kind of man is this can he be my future husband <laughs> can he be my baby daddy you have to yeah. make sure <laughs> yes. so you have to make sure he's on that mm. scale and number two what is his so long... What kind of, um, before you yes. move on to that, can I ask what kind of questions, like, what three questions would you mm-hmm. ask? If you... What, for short-term girls? Yeah, what kind of Basi- two, um, three it's questions? It's more know? like, for short-term girls, it's more like, what is your plan for the future? What is your goal? What is, like, what ambitious, what ambition that you have set for yourself? Like, if you mm-hmm. want to start a business, what kind of business is it? Yeah. How would you start that business up? What is your... Because so many people want to yes. do businesses. And yeah, then, but they don't start it out. They and then you, it, two yeah. months in, is that, have you started? And they're like, oh, yeah, babe. Yeah, it's, coming, just, it's coming, it's coming, babe. It's coming up. we tied up right now. Yeah, it's true. And then you're like, really? Show me your payment plan. Show me your little little business plan so I can see that it's How actually about that? Where's happening. the PDF, bitch? Basically. <laughs> and also, it's good to ask a guy, um, what does he see in you? Like, in a relationship. You know when you up when you see a guy? But, but actually, that's my fourth question. I don't want to give it all yeah, away. Okay. But basically, basically, his business plan, what he sees in the you future. You don't want to give it all away. No, I don't want to give it all away. But of course, what he sees in the future. Mm-hmm. Basically, what he sees in himself. Like, is he an ambitious man? Is he, does he have, like, self-esteem? You want to make sure no, you're not dating a guy that has low self-esteem. Like, someone <sighs> who doesn't have confidence you know what, in no, himself. Like, yeah, no, insecure man. No, you don't need that insecure no, woman. Because their insecurities will put, your, put you down. And you don't want that. Mm-hmm. You want all that little negativity stuff. As mm-hmm. Richard Bally said, you have to have that good vibes, yes. that good spirit. No, that good that spirit. Good yes. Spirit. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Next question. Oh my. What is his long-term goals? I know some what people long get what? long-term goals. I okay. know some people confuse the two with short-term goals and long-term. No, 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 no. Through. Short-term goals is like something you plan maybe next three to five years. So I need to choke there. Long term, long term is yeah, choked on the is long, long term goals. <laughs> I do like them long. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. Oh my god, I'm dead. Long term goals are something that you see over five years to ten years. Yeah. Basically, if you see is a future like, with you like yeah, where you see yourself. Do you see marriage in there? Do you like living, traveling, or doing something with someone that mm-hmm. you ideally want to pursue a future with? So that is a really big question. I'm not gonna lie, I never used to ask big questions like this. I would but, assume yeah. is it too formal to ask that? It's then not. You, it just shows not, that you are serious and, and you ain't serious yes, in these streets. Course. So and people you, that get put mm-hmm. that sorry to interrupt, but people that get fine, put yeah. off mm-hmm. by these questions. Yes, that's alarm flags because. That just shows that they haven't even thought about it yet. And they're like, oh, mm. this is a bit too inner. Like, what is, is that? Oh, so you don't know how to come have a conversation? Cool. Yeah, so basically. you don't know where you're going to be? Amazing. <laughs> I'll get the check. Enjoy the rest of the evening. But it was nice to meet you. Basically. Like, oh, yeah. And you don't want someone that has no drive and no ambition. And it's good. To, and I realize it's good to ask questions like this. It kind of gives you a sense of their character and what they're about. So it's good to get an idea of what kind of man you're dealing with. And hopefully he could be the potential husband yeah. for you. Number three 
it's good to ask them what is their views on relationships because some men will just jump into one assuming oh they just want to get into it because they're some do the freaky deaky no you need to make sure that they're actually serious mm-hmm. and not just relationship wise and girlfriend and boyfriend but their relationship with their friends their family, their co-workers, mm. basically, how are they with other people? Yeah. Are they, are, do they have a, are they family oriented? Do they, are they close with their parents? How do they treat their mother? Are they close with their dad, their siblings, their friends, their best friends, their co You need to know, it's not just based on relationship boyfriend, you need to see how they are with people. So it kind of yeah. gets you an idea of their and, character. Yeah, and yeah. it's like, you know, them relationships they had with other people, they don't even have to like be crystal clear, but as long as they're honest with their what their relationships are, you know, you can take away their honesty from that. Of course, definitely, yes. You have to, you have to make sure, you have to make sure, you have to make sure they are honest as you said, sports about it, definitely. So it's good to know how they are with other people, not just with you, because you want to make sure that they actually have good relationships with people that they claim they're close to or they claim they love. Because they can easily be like, yeah, I'm close to my mum. And secretly we call her their mama bitch behind. You don't know. Can you it? imagine? In it, you hey. don't know. And yeah. it's, they always say a man, the way his the man treats his mum shows how he will treat you. So you need to look into that. But what about if they don't be close to their family, but they've got like valid reason? Well, that, that's the but other they thing. still it's, show them like like mm-hmm. the respect that they deserve. Of course, and that's good. Then that's good too. Just so the respect, respect is definitely as people say, you don't really have to like someone, but if you respect them, that is that is that's perfect. And And the last question: Do you pull these cards out when you go on dates? <laughs> no, I should, I should start doing that. I should really. I've got flashcards because I had to write it down because I'm going deep. I'm being serious because we females need to actually actually like have more confidence in ourselves and raise our standards. There's nothing wrong with having high standards and setting something for us because we're at that age where we're not into games anymore. We're looking for the real deal. We don't have time for time wasters and people who's not really yeah. serious to have a serious relationship. So it's good to actually ask these questions. And the last one is, and then it's good to ask a guy, this is what guys, this is what gets on my nerve. When wow. you're on a date with a guy, make sure, let's say a couple months down the line in the dating period, mm-hmm. ask him, how do you feel about me as a person? You know, and this, and this question is real because you, a man can be like, oh, oh, you're cool. And you'd be like, what, what does that mean? Yeah. And then he'd be like, oh, I like everything about you. Then what does that mean? What is everything? So it's, it's good to have a guy or a woman expand their feelings on why they like you. Don't, I don't want to hear the basics. I want to know what you like about me. What and just you. saying that you're yes. sexy doesn't cut it because we know. I yeah. Like, they'll become like, I'm sexy. You, you know. No, nigga. I'm sorry. No, like, for real, like, no, nigga, hell no. No, like, it's good to be like, I like you because you're honest, you're ambitious, you got drive, you make me happy. So, like, if it would be like, you know, I like you because you are fine as fuck, but, like, I see that you're a single mum, but you're still out here, like, working and you're doing your thing, and I like to see that, you know, you're holding down this nine-to-five job. And you're still pursuing your own things with your beauty blogging. You know, you've got this podcast. I can see you working really, really hard. And you're not only working for your own goal, like you've got your son at the forefront of your mind. I think that's amazing. I can see that you're such a good mother. And I couldn't be with someone who's a trash mother, you know. Like, it's good to see that you're taking care of your kids. You're taking them on, like, these day trips and these ex- in these excursions. And, like, you're still making your money and you still look really good. And you always come out of the house looking presentable. Like, your hair's always done. Your nails are good. And you're always smiling. And you hold good conversation and stuff like that. Is that the kind of I'll just thing? drop my panties first. I'm joking. <laughs> I'm dead. I'm dead. 
<laughs> but something like that, that, that is, you get a girl smiling from that. You get them feeling, wow. It just shows that wow. they're actually genuine about me. That's good. You just have to be like, observant, you know. I yeah. don't want to give it all away though. That's the thing. Matrics. But basically, these questions, guys, my ladies out there, my strong, beautiful, black ladies, don't degrade yourself to these men nowadays because you need to have you need to find someone who's gonna make you feel special, who say those beautiful wells as Miles was just saying right there. He got a bit carried away there. Mm-hmm. Sort of. I was just saying it like it is cashmere. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. But basically, I had to speak about this because we are not taking this seriously now. We're trying to like we need to build a proper foundation here. Us ladies, we have to stand up and know that we we you don't realize we have the power. We have yes. the cookie. Who run the world? Girls. Who run the yeah. world? Hey. Hey. He run the world. You get it, Cash. Ooh. Ooh. I'm dead right now. But basically, we need to realize we are empowered. We are, we can support one another. And as I said, we hold the cookie, guys. We have the power because the cookie, we're going to keep that cookie in the cookie jar until some proper man deserves it. Okay, ladies? Okay? Okay. Yes. So I really hope you guys take these questions into consideration. I've got a task for you. If you guys are in a serious relationship or you're in the dating period, try once in a while, if you go out with him, say, say one of these questions. Mm. Say any pick, long-term or short-term girl. Ask him one of the questions and see how he reacts. If, re- if he reacts the way you don't expect him to react, kick him to the blood clot curve. <laughs> but if he reacts the way you expect him to say, Mm-mm, give it to him tonight. <laughs> if you're over age, no yeah, ba- young, basically. Of course, yeah. But basically, guys, I really hope these questions have stuck out to you, and we actually should ask these questions because it will help us find the guy that deserves us. And make sure whenever you did that, guys, if you actually took the time to ask these questions, make sure you you can either DM me if you like, if you want to keep it personal, or either contact me at contact at getthebeltpod.com. Thank you, guys. Let us know how it went. Yes. Tell me if you give it to him. Oh, thank you so much for that. Yes, Cash. Power to the pussy. <laughs> yes, boy. I'm dead. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Well, 
Well, guys, it's time for that part of the show where we give the belt to someone who fucking deserves it. Let's start with you, spiritual buddy. Who do you think deserves to get the belt this week? <laughs> uh, I hope you all have heard this story. Y'all may even be giving the belt to the same person. My belt is going to damn Jamie Oliver. The, the biggest jerk of them all. What yes, the, the biggest. Let's give a joint beat into this oh motherfucker. Right. How does this man brand <laughs> vegetable you, jerk rice? Jerk, jerk rice. Who? Rice. I've never heard of that. Because it doesn't life. exist. Because it doesn't, girl. It doesn't. Rice can't be jerk. That doesn't exist. In so that's Caribbean cultural appropriation right? because you you ain't done your research on the culture because if you knew the research about the culture, you would know that jerk rice is not a thing that exists. Who the hell you well, go to Jamaica, like... you ask them for jerk rice, you think you're going to get it? No. No, they look like you're, you're mad. You we have jerk pork, we've got jerk chicken, jerk beef, we've got jerk meat, but yeah. we ain't jerking the rice. The fuck exactly. Do you think you, I think he was taking, you think he was taking the piss. Just he's taking everything, which is just might as well jerk everything up. He's a jerk. Yeah, he's like, oh, I want to get sales. Uh, let me put jerk in front of rice because, you know, it's popular and it will catch their eye. But you can't jerk. Jerk is on the basis of a barbecue, honey. You can't and jerk how he, exactly. rice. You These can't fucking men. jerk rice. That's <laughs> cultural like appropriation. The, 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 um, a lady from uh, the... What's her name? One second. Uh, so MP Dawn Butler says appropriation from Jamaica needs to stop. And she also said that his dish was, quote, I quote, was not okay. <laughs> Oliver tried to be like, oh, I've worked with flavors and spices from all over the world my whole career. Learning and drawing inspiration from different countries and cultures to give them <laughs> a fresh twist to the food we eat every day. Twist your dick. Like, shut up. I'm sorry, but if there can be Jerk Christ, then there can be a black James Bond, you clart. Basically, basically, basically. Do you think it'll taste nice, though? <laughs> Catch me Girl, Every time I try and eat a Caribbean or something which is an English made by an English person, it generally, generally, it's not all the time, is unseasoned, it's bland, and it just tastes naff. Like, nah. So I ain't rushing to no store to try that. Kashmir, I want you to do something jerks. for me. Rice. Huh? Kashmir, yeah. I want you to do something for me. Yeah. You know, when you call your mum tomorrow, can you say, oh, you know, the white man, Jamie Oliver, he's actually brought out jerk rice, and then next week you can tell us her reply. Oh yeah. my god, please! <laughs> no, that would be funny actually. I would say that to her. She would think that he's, I think he's taking the piss. I don't know. It's, it's, bless him. Bless him. I'll bless you. What's his name from um, <laughs> the guy who did, uh, what's his name? Levi Root spoke out and said that he thought that the recipe's name was a mistake. <laughs> Maybe he got confused. Maybe he bumped his head because Jack, I don't, I don't know. Um, I don't know. I think he must have tripped on one of his shepherd's pie dishes and hit his face because, yeah, doesn't make sense. Bless him. But yeah, I, I give the belt to Jamie Oliver too, spiritual baddie. Great minds. <laughs> well, I'm going to give mine out to bullies. I'm Every type of bully, big, small, little, big, purple, yellow, any type of bully that you are, stop it. It's not yeah. nice. You're honestly... 
like you're making young people depressed, even older people depressed. It's not it's not a good yeah. feeling because you're making all these kids not want to go to school, hide in their rooms, hide not even can't even be honest with their parents about what's happening to them at school because they feel embarrassed and think if they mm-hmm. tell someone they're gonna still gonna get traumatized or get beaten up or picked on. It's not nice. I think we all need to learn that we have to be nice to one another. It's not nice to go out and start picking on people, stealing their money, mm-hmm. bullying them because they don't have this, they don't have a good fashion sense like you. They don't dress well. They, they might and half of these bullies ain't even got good fashion sense. Yeah, like it's Hell. just unnecessary. You don't have to be picking on when people. I look back at some of the bullies I've experienced they ain't well well <laughs> <laughs> it's just sad and it just makes me feel uncomfortable knowing that we live in this kind of we live in this generation and knowing that my son goes to school I'm scared when he comes home. I hope he doesn't experience it because these kids will get licks I'm sorry the teachers have to be like don't go to the kid no I don't care I'll drag up the child I'll be right there with you the I'll drag I'll drag from the neck I said talk for picking one more blood clot time Mature you know, like, I'll like, make you honestly, eat that jerk rice. <laughs> <laughs> that's definitely punishment. That is punishment for you little rats. So stop the bullying, yeah? Stop it. Nah. Well, that was that was a good episode. I enjoyed this week's episode. Oh, what's up, jerk rice? <laughs> you shut up. I can't breathe. <gasps> Well, um, nah, you know yeah, what, you, that's you know been another do. episode. We didn't really get a lot of time. We say, um, Ennis? I was saying Special next baddie. week, um, y'all should buy some jerk rice and, and eat it in the studio. I'm not, well, I'm fine yeah, doing that. I don't scared. think that's going, I don't think it's going to happen. <laughs> that's scared. I'm scared. <laughs> I don't want to die. <laughs> well, guys, um... That's been another episode of uh, Get the Belt. Remember, if you, we didn't read out any questions today because we've had to be in the studio really late. It's like one in the morning. Yeah. Um, so we need to go home and like Spiritual Bunny said, we need to sleep. And mm-hmm. we want that because we don't want to die. But yeah, yeah um, if you do have someone that you know of colour that's done something amazing mm-hmm. and you feel like they deserve recognition, it could be yes. someone you don't know, it can be someone close to you, God damn it, fuck it. It can be your own black ass self. Email us at contact at Get the Belt Pod and let us know why you think that person deserves to get melanin magnificence. We could read it out on the show. Yes, definitely. And make sure you guys email any queries or questions that you have for us. And anyone you give the belt to, make sure you contact, make sure you email us at contact at getthebeltpod.com. Yes, whoever you think deserves to get the poor Ciclat belt. Yes. Yeah. Oh, and guys, make sure you let me know about the, the questions you ask your man. <laughs> let me yeah, know. I want to hear. I want to hear if you guys actually, that you lot better do it, you know. <laughs> You're joking. <laughs> no, I'm not joking. You better do it. Anything else before we leave the studio, guys? No. You sure? I'm satisfied. <laughs> Is it? <laughs> Ellis, you got any since you've been out there? <laughs> What? Why would you say that? I'm joking. I'm playing. What do you say? I didn't hear you. Nothing. Actually, nothing. Actually, didn't hear you. No, you can act. You can act me again. I haven't heard you. You, I didn't. I was just gonna say, have you had me since you've been out in New York, girl? I don't know if I want this on air, but I've currently 170 something days without having sex. But thank you so much. (laughs) Go there. That's amazing. I wish I and me as well to be honest. He's lying. 
Anyway, you've been listening to Get The Belt Pod. I've been your host, Miles Hart. And Cashmere. Spiritual baddie in New York City, bitch. <laughs> yes. Have a great week, guys. And you've been listening to Get, Get The, the Belt. catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com.